This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal News Show. Join you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for making this a part of your morning routines. Do drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on. Um, and uh, you hopefully will get told. When the shows drop, although I know YouTube can have a bit of a funny time sometimes of, of actually doing that. But uh, I'm hoping that it's all good and all well, and you are too. Uh, so let's jump into the chat box and say morning to those that have joined us, of course. Matt G, good morning. Black Shine, Paul Akmal. Uh, Will I am the Swedish Viking. Thank you for becoming a brand new member. Brilliant name. Uh, Carl, good morning to you, to Johnny, to Steve, Akmal, Marcus, Jose, Ponaru. Uh, we've got uh, MJ10, Daniel, Kaiser, Nate, good morning, uh, Stephen Rich, Dave, Morgie, Vegas, Kuna, and plenty more of you guys in the chat box as well. Uh, let's go to uh, our stories for the day. Uh, first of all, I need to tell you, of course, that yesterday evening uh, we recorded a Let's Talk Arsenal show. I was joined by Craig. We talked about the Hale End discussion, uh, the exits of Charlie Patino and potentially others like Emil Smith-Rowe, following Balogun, Eddie Nketiah, Reese Nelson. We talked about every single one of them in detail before having a bit of a chat about Newcastle as well and the test that we have this weekend. This evening at six o'clock UK time, we'll be doing our preview show for the game against Newcastle. We'll be putting a message into our members discord server asking for uh people to come on to the preview show shortly uh so if you'd like to make sure you make yourself known in the discord and we'll certainly be getting you on for the 6 p.m show uk time this evening but uh yeah please do go and listen to yesterday evening show if you haven't already checked that one out after today's morning show now brighton beat manchester united to push themselves up to sixth in the table, an impressive season that Brighton are having uh, this year. But their win, of course, puts them in a position where they are really going to be pushing for a Europa League place. But their Champions League hopes are not over either. They still have a game in hand over Liverpool, uh, of which they can go within 
Uh, well, actually, they can overtake them. So they've got two games in hand over Liverpool. So they can actually overtake them if they were to win both of those. One of those is against Manchester City. Uh, it's worth bearing in mind. But they could leapfrog uh, Liverpool. Uh, we've still got to play Brighton as well. We play them after our game against Newcastle the following weekend. But Manchester United still looking relatively comfortable, you'd have to say, in fourth spot. Um, but if Brighton were to win their two games, it could potentially leave Man United in a very... Uh, kind of risky and vulnerable position in the table. So let's see how that one plays out. Spurs, meanwhile, dropped to seventh there on 54 points. Uh, and Aston Villa on the same amount of points in eighth spot two with Brentford behind them on 50. So let's see how this season's going to play out. There's only four to six games left for teams at the moment in time. Arsenal, of course, just that one point behind Manchester City at the top of the table, though Man City do have that game in hand against Brighton. So we've got to hope that Brighton can do us a bit of a favour and Arsenal themselves need to control their own destiny by winning all of their games. Getting back to Arsenal and more specifically this club, uh, Reese Nelson, we talked about yesterday rejecting that contract offer. However, Fabrizio Romano claims that those negotiations with the player have not stopped. And just because the rejection, the first contract offer has come through. Doesn't mean that Reese Nelson will not eventually sign a new deal. This one is not over. This one is not finished. There is no guarantee that he will leave at this point in time. We'll have to see. Um, but Arsenal have had one offer rejected, as we know. But negotiations about a potential extended deal with the club are still ongoing. Now, Monza secured safety uh, in Serie A, and that safety means that Arsenal are set to receive around £6 million in the summer for the permanent exclusion. (laughs) Sounds the wrong word. For the permanent exit uh, of Pablo Marie. Arsenal, of course, agreed a load with an obligation to buy if, indeed, Monza did manage to stay up in the Serie A table this season. And they've done it exceptionally comfortably as well. I mean, they are... More than 15 points clear at this stage of the relegation zone in Serie A. They've had a really good season, a really solid season. And Pablo Maria has been a big part of that too. And Arsenal are going to get a small amount of money to go towards any of their forays into the market, uh, into potential uh, wage increases as well in the summer. So some good news for both, I think, Marie and Arsenal and a deal that has worked out for both player and club. Now, Kieran Tierney is said to be drawing interest not only from Newcastle United, but also Aston Villa are keen on signing the Scottish international. Now, this follows a report, of course, from uh, a number of articles, actually. And Sam Dean of The Telegraph yesterday reported that Aston Villa are looking at doing some significant work in the market. Uh, Names like Dusan Vlaovic have even been mentioned, Ferran Torres being another one, too. Villa are looking to push, and we've heard this before, that Aston Villa have wanted to sign some significant talents, try and push themselves towards those European places in the table. And under Unai Emery, they, of course, have really turned around their fortunes. And uh, with that, they are seeing themselves trying to push up. And it's, it, tell you what, next season is going to be incredibly competitive. It's already been very competitive this season, of course, with teams like Brighton and Villa uh, and Brentford being as good as they are. But next season, it's going to be very, very interesting. Whether or not Tierney, of course, moves on to pastures new is yet to be seen. We don't know if he's certainly going to move on. Um, But he is a player, as we know, that can, I think, get into most Premier League sides. We'll be able to offer certainly something at the top end of the table. I'd rather he went to Villa than Newcastle, to be honest. 
Um, but even if he was to go to, to Villa, I'm sure Newcastle would still get their hands on a very good left back as they have the money and financial backing to be able to do it. Now, our headline story of the day is that reports from Dario over in Spain have suggested that Arsenal are, quote, very close to agreeing a deal to sign Martin Zubamendi, the Real Sociedad defensive midfielder that Arsenal were interested in. And that is certainly true. Arsenal have had an interest in Zubamendi and it existed in January. However, the player was keen to stay at Real Sociedad until the end of the season. However, reports in Spain here suggesting that a deal to Arsenal could be very close to being agreed with the player. I personally have heard nothing on this line. Um, I can't verify this story. Um, I don't know the legitimacy or the validity of the uh, Dario journalist that's suggested this to be the case. So I would certainly start suggesting people say that this is one that you should be taking with a pinch of salt. Uh, you can get your salt shakers going in the chat box. Uh, but yeah, I, I'd, I'd be surprised if this was the case because Arsenal, as we know, are moving as a priority towards Declan Rice. That's the player that they want. That's the player that they'll be working hard to try and get done. It's getting very close to silly season. I think we're maybe even partly in silly season right now. And we're going to start seeing those crazy transfer stories go around everywhere, unfortunately. Okay, let's go to part two and your questions right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. So get your hands as well, not only on some fantastic stuff, as we've mentioned, but the TGT merch that has helped raise £1,500 for the Arsenal Visions uh, Arsenal Foundation fundraiser. And uh, we will continue to support the Arsenal Foundation and Macmillan Cancer Support by the sales of our hats as well. So please do continue to get involved. Sports, the TGT headwear, link down in the description. Okay. Let's jump into the chat box and tackle as many of your questions as we can. Okay, let's go to Harun, who says Zubamendi is alongside Rice. He's type that that Jorginho replacement and Rice may be replacing more so Xhaka. Now, we do know that Rice can play in either of the six or the eight position, and they can play in any of those two roles. So just because, of course, we're going for Rice, doesn't necessarily rule out completely the signing of many. Sure, I get what you're saying. However, I can't see Arsenal going and spending the money it would take to sign Mendy right now, and they've still got this intent of trying to go for Rice. Rice is the priority. That's the play that they want to do. So let's see what happens. Uh, Rejected Billionaire says, it's going to be a long, slow transfer window. Yeah. Probably. And we're going to be with you every single step. And by step, I mean every single day 
of this transfer window. Of course, when the season finishes, the Arsenal News Show comes to an end. But the Arsenal Transfer Show rekindles its love for this period of the year and we'll be bringing you all the updates. Of course, the tactical breakdowns will be returning on players that we're linked to so we can get insight and find out about the players and who they are. But yeah, there's something that I love about the transfer window starting. I love the content that we create during the transfer window. I know that you guys really get involved in, and, and interacted with it. But also, it's by, by the end, it can feel like, oh, I, I just want the window to close at this stage. But transfer season is always crazy. And uh, it's one that you need to get strapped in for. And uh, we might do a, um, a crash course for kind of uh, assessing links at the start of the transfer window. Like how can you spot a dodgy link how can you spot what's real how can and in a world where you know verification and blue ticks are very different these days how can you spot what's real from what's not on social media so yeah very interesting to see uh what we're gonna have to go through during that summer transfer window um cody says if McAllister is sold before kaiseido do you think brighton will make it much more difficult for us to get kaiseido Potentially. I mean, they've probably got a price tag for both players. If teams can meet the price tag and the expectation around either player, then they might move them on. But also, it might be a case of one or the other. We don't know. Um, but it's absolutely fair to ask the question. Um, Marcus says, shall we do a poll? What do we need more on the show? The TGT sneeze or the TGT rants? I tell you, I've, I've staved off a couple of TGT sneezes already this show. Um, but the rants, uh, if someone asks a question that gets me a little bit... A little bit fizzy. Uh, a rant is always around the corner. Uh, Christopher says, Tom, these clubs that want a new left back need to look no further than our very own Nuno Tavares. A bargain at £40 million. Who is going to sign him? Roll up, roll up. Take yourself what is potentially a world-class option in Nuno Tavares. And we are willing to do a cut price deal at just £40 million. You know, maybe... If you have a couple of chats with the man Edu, he might get you down to 35 million. You can take Nuno Tavares and level up your side. What have you got? I don't know. A Roberto Carlos? Get rid. Nuno Tavares is your man. Have you got a Capdevia? Get rid. Nuno Tavares. Have you got Marcelo? No, I'm sorry. You want a Nuno Tavares. You heard it here first. Christopher putting in the advert of a lifetime for a fantastic player that you, Chelsea, might want to sign. Akmal, any news on Gabriel? Will he be available against Newcastle? It's positive as far as I'm aware. Hopefully, uh, Kai Karnak, my colleague at Football London, uh, reported on our Arsenal Way podcast yesterday that Gabriel will hopefully be okay for the weekend. Mikel Arteta is conducting his press conference today, so we'll hear from the man himself from an update. But it seemed to be relatively positive after the game. Hopefully, nothing's changed in the week since that game against Chelsea. Um, let's go to do, 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 do Marcus. Tune into the hybrid squad tonight. Not only the Queen of Arsenal, but Tom as a guest. Guide, I cannot watch it live. I am indeed on with Sophie um, this evening. 8.30pm UK time. I'll be joining Sophie. So, uh, yes, uh, tune in. Uh, looking forward to it. Always a pleasure to chat with Sophie. Uh, Inga says, uh, if we're not uh, getting rice, who should we go as our main target in the position? I mean, Zubamendi is a very good defensive midfielder as well, as we know. Caicedo can play in either the six or the eight, a bit like Rice. So maybe we should be looking at someone like Caicedo to be the guy to come in if we can't get Rice. So there are options out there, um, but Rice is still certainly um, the player. Nathan says, I can't see Rice excelling in the Xhaka position. I'd suggest go watch a last few games for West Ham that he's been involved in. He has shown great technical ability and progression 
and a will to get forwards and score some great goals. So I didn't necessarily think that many people saw Xhaka doing what Xhaka has done this season in that role. So it's easy to write players off and then be surprised. So let's wait and see. Uh, Balaj says, uh, Tom, do you think we will upgrade in the forward line next season? How many players do you think that we will sell in this window as well? I think we will make a forward signing. I think that's certainly something that Arsenal are keen to do. Um, in regards to the players that we might let go of, there's quite a few. Uh, if we just have a quickly look on the teams page of the Arsenal website, I think going through the players that will leave, and we'll probably do a dedicated show on this come the end of the campaign, but I think Kieran Tierney is probably going to go. I think Rob Holding could go. I think that Fabio Vieira may go on loan. We'll see. I think that Mohamed Elneny is going to stay, actually. Um, I think that Eddie Nketiah could go. I think Reese Nelson could be allowed to leave for free if we don't agree a new deal. Cedric could go. Runison could go. Nuno Tavares, Pablo Marie, Austin Trusty, Nicola Pepe, Sambi Lukonga, Ainsley Maitland-Niles all could leave. And you know, there's a player that we've forgotten about, Marquinhos. We talk about our forward line. Is Marquinhos going to come back and be a player for us next season? I have a feeling it may be a loan. Let's see what happens. His loan at Norwich has not been amazing. It's fair to say. Daniel says, any holidays planned for the summer, Tom? Look, I haven't got anything confirmed yet. I'd love to say I'm going out to the US for any part of the tour. But at the moment, I haven't had that confirmed. And to be honest, I would be surprised. I think I'll be going out there. Very fortunate indeed. And I'd be very envious of that. Um, but I've had my trip to the States already. I went to Chicago. It was great. Loved every second of it. Um, nothing else planned. Although I am going to Copenhagen, actually, uh, for a few days uh, spontaneously. But uh, it's nothing to do with football. It's just uh, a weekend away with the other half and then uh, and then some within the UK type trips out as well. But uh, nothing crazy uh, at this stage unless a miracle happens and somehow I'm off to the US once again for those preseason games. But we can keep our fingers crossed. Then we should all tweet FL and say, let Tom go. <laughs> let Tom go, guys. Um, but let's go to Dan says, hey, Tom, what do you really think affected us in the West Ham Southampton draws? I couldn't understand it. I think Saliba is obviously a big factor in this. I think the confidence took a hit after the Anfield game and obviously conceding those two goals late on, we really thought we were going to get the win at Anfield and we unfortunately couldn't quite do it. Um, I think that Individual errors, of course. Gabriel with the penalty. Partey giving away the ball in that moment. Ramsdale against Southampton. The lack of uh, Zinchenko against West Ham. The lack of Xhaka against Southampton. I think there were lots of things that contributed towards the substitutions in games. Uh, I certainly were putting under scrutiny. So a number of factors, unfortunately, lost us points in those games. Plus some good football from those teams. You know, you've got to give credit to West Ham and to Southampton for some of the goals they scored. Bowen's goal was very good. Um, Alcaraz's goal was very good. Walcott's goal was very good. You know, even though we made a mistake in that game to give that basically possession away, but you can't knock the achievements that those two managed. It's funny. Southampton's season is kind of crazy. They've taken points off some big, big sides this season, yet they're still sitting bottom of the table. Make it make sense. Um, Kevin says, someone tell Brighton this was the wrong Manchester club to beat. Uh, maybe they just want to beat them both. Maybe that's what we'll see. Uh, let's go to do, 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 do. James says, has Mikel formed his own identity tactically? He takes most influence from Pep and due to his inexperience, is he still at the stage of copying others rather than creating his own? No, not at all, James. Um, if you look at the way Arsenal play and the way, the way City play, there are vast differences between the two, the way we set up, the way in which we use different players in different roles. 
there is so much to be said about what Arteta has gone out and pioneered on his own at Arsenal. And of course, in the same sense, what Pep still achieves at City. There's big differences actually between the two sides. If you look hard enough, I don't even think looking hard enough is the right way of putting it. Just by watching both teams, there are clear differences between the two. Um, Marble Hall Show says, fancy Brighton doing something against City at the Amex. We've got to keep City honest and win our remaining games. Football's a funny old game. Yeah, as I said before, I don't think we'll win the league um, without winning our last uh, four games now of the season. We have to win all of them, I think, in order to have any hope because we've got to hope that City drop points in two of their remaining fixtures. Um, let's go to uh, Lynn says, with Rice, do you think that although he is a very good player, that he has a winning mentality like Xhaka? Yeah, I do. I think he's a very motivated player. I think that he wants to achieve big things. Obviously, playing where he plays for England and uh, I know being at an international level, getting to a World Cup semi and getting to... Was he in the World Cup semi-final team? It's actually a good question. Uh, England, what was it? 2-1? Uh, England 1-2, Croatia. Uh, did he start that game? I can't actually remember. Uh, let's have a quick look at the lineup. Um, can't remember when he first got into the side. It was no, he didn't. Was he on the bench? No, he wasn't. He... Oh, uh, no, he wasn't on the bench. That shows you how long ago that game was. Obviously, he played in the final of the Euros as well, but uh, no, he wasn't in that team. Wow, that tells you how long ago that World Cup semi final was. I remember celebrating that. Kieran Trippier free kick uh, like mad in a pub here uh, where I live. And it was a, a crazy day. But I think, yeah, I think Rice does have the winning mentality. Absolutely. Uh, Trevor says, I hope that we have the courage in the summer to drop out for a player if the club try to haggle too much and we miss out on other targets. Of course, we can't be held to ransom on some of our players. Um, Abby says, go all out for Caicedo. He's a beast. Um, Fuad says, oh, mate, enjoy Copenhagen. I live about 40 minutes away. If the weather holds up, you'll love it. If you thought Amsterdam had a lot of cyclists, you'll have seen nothing yet. <laughs> Certainly looking forward to that. Um, Marcus says, how much faith have you got in Leeds against City? Now they've got a self-proclaimed greatest manager now in charge. Look, if Sam Allardyce has to put his money where his mouth is, or his football where his mouth is, if you like, um, he's got to get the job done. He's got to get a point against City. He's got to do it. Otherwise, he's going to get laughed at. Laughed at seriously. So, yeah, we need to see uh, a good result from Leeds at the weekend. Let's wait and see and see if they can do it. Um, Trevor says, watch the West, watch a West Ham game and concentrate on Rice for 90 minutes and you'll see how good he is. Absolutely. Uh, Dan says, Tom, I missed the start of the Q&A, but Caicedo seems a transform and transformational talent. Uh, realistic chances we pursue him as actively as we did previously. I don't think as actively as we did previously, I think, because we've got targets like Rice ahead of Caicedo. However, there is still interest in the player. Arsenal's interest in Caicedo has not dipped. It's not dropped. So uh, just look out for that. Um, but it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun window. I'm really hoping for some exciting stuff to be covering during June, July and August uh, of this year. It's going to be, hopefully, fingers crossed, a great one. Um, Reese Prince says, Tom, has Smith Rowe got to go? Uh, no, he, he doesn't. Uh, he doesn't have to go at all. I think that there is scope for him to leave. I think if Arsenal were to receive a sizable bid, they might be tempted to let Smith Rowe go, but no, he doesn't have to leave. And I think that Arsenal can look to try and reintegrate him into the squad and get more game time with a, a good, strong preseason. I think this season's been a bit of a write-off for Smith Rowe, um, but yeah, I don't see that happening. Uh, Matt G says, "What's going on with Miguel Aziz? He's not really playing. He's on loan at Wigan, who have actually just 
got relegated uh, with Omar Rekic, of course, in their side. But he's played two games in the championship and then he's not been in the squad. I don't know what's going on, in all honesty. Uh, maybe it's one to to chase up, but absolutely no idea what's going on. James says, would uh, Amadou Anana be a good alternative option to the 6'8"? Yes, I think he's certainly on a list of players that Arsenal are looking at as alternatives in those positions. There's been interest in him since he was at Lille. Um, and the Belgian international is a very talented footballer indeed, and certainly one that I would like to see Arsenal uh, have uh, a pursuit of if indeed our primary targets aren't able to be got during the summer transfer window. Uh, Fuad says, Tom, how do you think, uh, how much do you think Edu relies on stat DNA compared to the scouting players in person? I know they're quite analytical when it comes to player evaluation. Um, the honest answer is, is we don't, we won't know. We don't know how dedicated and how much he relies upon statistics and analytics. What I would say is that Arsenal's analytics team is, is very, very good, but their scouting department is very good. And I think they use a combination of both aspects of recruitment in order to make the right decisions in the market. And I think that we've seen the benefits of that with you see how the squad we've built and where we now are in the table. That all comes from the building of the squad that we've got today with the coach, of course, that's in charge of them. So there's lots of reasons to be very hopeful uh, for the players that we'll be identifying to try and sign in the summer um we're going to end the show there thank you so much guys for tuning in there will be another show for you as i say a little bit later on today 6 p.m uk time we'll have our preview for the newcastle game so do make sure you tune in for that it's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you as it always is and i hope that you enjoy the rest of your friday you've made it to the weekend congratulations drop a like on the video subscribe to the channel if you're new and as always up the arsenal It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates are around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. Talk sport. Powered by fans.